Let's go! Cool kids step to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. Fake you up right there. Feel like I need a shower just looking Gotta get it right and quick. Yeah, I'm up next on the Prince. They ain't been the same ever since. Living pretty good on the challenge. You're gonna be single for the rest of your life. Brought Lesnar on the beast. Look at the heat. Sleep flex on the beast. Whole new swag with a passion attack. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level got I get no bitches. Bringing content on a daily. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between, welcome back to the Gresham Lee's podcast. Joining me, or you should join, you while you guys are joining me, it is your voice, it is the boy and the voice that does the most. I am geeked out of my fucking mind because this is WrestleMania, baby, WrestleMania delivered. And it's only night one, but joining me as always, the voice that does the most, the purveyor of mischief, is none other than my bro, long time Imano, Imano, my boy. Hi, real. What's good with your brother? Hey, what's going on, brother Gresh? Hey, welcome, baby. It is mania season, and you know what? Y'all favorite duo made a lot of tag team titles, but we still the reigning defending undisputed tag team champions. Hey, man, you already know, you already know. It is what a, what a, an event that we just, we just witnessed. We already got some people in the chat. We already got some people in the chat. What's up, Rashad? I see you over on Twitch. What's up with you? You got to, you got some dancing gifts. If you already don't know, we are, we have a new home over on Twitch. It is no longer YouTube. I mean, twitch.tv slash Grush Unleashed. It's still there, but we're not going to be using that. It's going to be over on the main Twitch. It is going to be twitch.tv slash hey yo is gresh and man 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 we got a lot to talk about what a what a, a hype show we, we we got the main event we had the co-main event that a lot of people slept on because they didn't really book the 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 the, the, the build was abysmal it was asinine I, I didn't understand what they were thinking but to tell you that charlotte flair and rhea ripley show up and show the fuck out is an understatement. It is an understatement. Like people need to understand. That's how how hyped I am for it. But uh, yo, if you haven't already, make sure you we're gonna we're gonna go like we always do. We're gonna go backwards. We're gonna talk about the main all the way to the opening match because that's how we go. That's how we do these post show reviews. But if you haven't already, if you haven't already tapped in, make sure you hit that subscribe where you can check out. Everything wherever you listen to your podcast, www.gresshamleach.com. But if you want to follow me as well, make sure you scan that QR code to my left. It is, and you can also scan that one if you want to follow all my social media links. It is basically at Josh Gresham RG everywhere except for Facebook, which is the Gresham brand. But it is a, it is a fun time all across the board. Man, what you? How, but before we do that, how you feel? It's been a minute, bro. It's been a minute. Yeah, bro, it's been a minute, man. You're uh, muted. You're muted. You're muted. You're muted. You're muted. I can't hear you. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Slight technical difficulty, everybody. Hold on, hold on. Let's see. I think that. I think that. I think that's it. There we go. Y'all good? Y'all good? Okay. We live, okay. baby. There we go. Okay. Man, yeah, bro, it's been a minute. We've been good, man. We've been good. We've been uh working like yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to support everybody. Uh, got some new freestyles, new content, music. We come to y'all, but uh, of course. Definitely rebranded life to watch a little bit for y'all, man. Trying to uh, follow like my boy Gresh and always try to find a way.
show. You know what I'm saying? So uh, well, we live. We, we live. I can barely hear you. So how about so we're gonna pivot a little bit. How about you? Okay. You you dip out and restart your app and then come back in. Let's do it, bro. Like, we, we live. It's, it's all good, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's a, it's a it's a it's a technical difficulty. So we're gonna bring him right back in. He's a little a little glitchy, a little glitchy. So we're gonna let him uh, restart and let him come back in. Let's see. Let's see. Let's try this again. Mic check. Mic. We live. We live. We hype. We still the same old. Mic check. Mic check. Mic check. Mic check. You still. You still sound a little robotic, a little bit. It's not just you, Rashad. It's. It's. It's, it's like I thought it was. I thought it was just me. It's like it's a little. So that's what I'm saying. As it. As it. As it. The live and then come right back. So you probably have to restart your browser. Is that sounding better, y'all? Do it again. Is that sounding better? Where we at? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Sorry, y'all. Working on getting a new mic. Uh, this mic's starting to play out a little bit. <laughs> there so. we go. There we go, baby. There we go. <laughs> but, there uh, we go. There yeah, we go. man. Um, good to be back with my brother for show. It's been a little minute, as you said, man. Uh, but we've been doing good, y'all. Uh, working on some new audio content, freestyles. Uh, new project on the way for y'all, man. A um, couple new singles from the drop. But also, uh, definitely with Life's a Bosch podcast and OTS Media, you know, working on reinventing the show a little bit, just like my boy Gresh, because you got to Keep reinventing, man. You know what I'm saying? You know you gotta it. You got to evolve. You feel me? So we trying to we trying to elevate, upgrade some equipment for y'all, so we can get y'all a new setup, new look, new sound, all that good stuff. But uh, it's a it's a day by day process. You feel me? So I'm just happy to be here with my boy right now. You feel me? <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, so we might as well just uh start it, start start talking about the show like i said as we go on because for those of you who haven't already been following uh the gresh unleashed podcast uh we typically do speed round preview and predictions we did speed round preview and predictions for both nights of uh wrestlemania as well as standard delivery if you haven't already make sure you check out the post show review that i did earlier for uh stand and deliver but man oh man uh it was a, that show if you haven't already, that show is, I can praise that show willingly, especially that Fatal 5-Way match. And another match that we can willingly praise is this match right here. Your main event. Like I said, we're going backwards. We are going backwards. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to start with this one right here. The main event. The Usos defending the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. A 600-plus day reign against... Mm. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. This was the main event. It was a lot of debacle. What should be the main event? What shouldn't be the main event? Even though the Women's Royal Rumble, a lot of people feel the Women's Royal Rumble winner should have main evented, but it's a, it's a situation where the story didn't call for it. And the, and I and I stand by that as far as even though they killed it, mm-hmm. the women killed that main that that co-main event. Mm-hmm. But it's like you can blame the company for for this happening not not uh the talent mm-hmm. the company didn't didn't bother to build to charlotte and this one has been going on for over a year as far as with Sami Zayn, kevin owens and the usos and the whole bloodline debacle so this was the right main event and to be honest with you both main events I, even though i forgot the miz and uh pat mcafee match and that was the co-main event but <laughs> That was more so a cool down match for me. Yeah. So I didn't really take it too. Like I saw some people taking it too serious. I didn't really take it too serious because I'm like, it's the cool down match. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be something that we all. It's like it, it literally what I did with during that match. I was watching, but what I did during that match, I literally just stood up and stretched because I knew this main event was going to keep my focus the entire time. 
but before we uh before we dive into because we're not like i said if you are tuning into the aggression leaks podcast we don't really do full analytic breakdowns from move for move hold for hold we literally talk about what we enjoy in your opinion starting off with you since you since you the guest uh how did you enjoy this main event like from your from an emotional standpoint bro i ain't gonna lie i was super invested as of course because the story has just been so long going you know what i mean so like of course with the way this story has just built up for months you already knew in this moment it was like okay we're finally here and boy did they deliver i'm talking about you know normally you know how we get with false finishes in matches mm -hmm. <laughs> Johnny gargano adam cole yeah AEW, we know they do them all the time like infamously so it's like to see it in this one was kind of like it actually got me and i wasn't mad at it because there were moments where i was like yo the Usos really about to win this and then it was like nah ko and sammy about to win and then you just was like whoa hold up bro like but i'm pretty sure you're gonna point this out Gresh. uh what i mostly point out is who took the pinfall and how that <laughs> pinfall was taken and you know who we know uh -huh. sees that and uh -huh. he will address that especially uh -huh. if this man retains tomorrow night because uh -huh. oh, you best believe buddy this story ain't over <laughs> We got a whole nother day. We got literally tomorrow to yes. to to acknowledge, pun intended, mm -hmm. that this that the, the bloodlines grip on on the WWE for the past three years is slipping. Because yes. a lot of people don't understand that this has been a three year story. Mm -hmm. This this has been a three year situation when it comes to uh, the bloodline and their hold that they have over over they have the whole tag team division on lock. For over 600 days yes. so it's it's this was poetic for me because like it, it it you spent so much time like digesting the story that they was telling from roman uh forcing jay to fall in line and then for jimmy to be manipulated into falling in line when he returned from injury to them eventually bringing on solo to them uh bringing up bringing involving Sami Zayn looking for acceptance like that's why I appreciated the promo package that they did before the match and the reason why I say that is because it not only perfectly recapped their entire story but it also allowed you to remind like remember why you care so much like Sami Zayn he was manipulated like it's like you understood both sides of the spectrum mm -hmm. you understood why sammy turned on the bloodline or specifically roman reigns because i'm not going to be manipulated into doing your dirty bidding anymore mm -hmm. and that's why he kept saying during the bill he was like so you you're you're not mad at me because i betrayed roman reigns talking about jay uso you're mad because i pulled the trigger first Mm -hmm. it's stuff like that that got you that got you invested because it was it's long it was it was this was literally i can die on the hill that say this was literally the greatest storyline in my time watching wrestling and keep in mind a lot of people don't know i've been watching wrestling since 1999. Mm -hmm. that's how long i've been watching wrestling on and off since 1999. i was i was i got in trouble for watching it because i was a kid in 1999 but still because wrestling in 99 was the attitude era <laughs> so <laughs> i you know i was getting in trouble for that and then to see it now but it's like all the wrestling that i've seen like 
I, I can praise wrestling storylines in AEW. I can praise, I can still praise Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page to this day. I can still praise CM Punk versus MJF from what we saw to this day. I can still praise all these other companies like Kenny Omega versus uh, Okada or Kenny Omega. Like I, I can praise like from the matches and the time that I sat down and, and enjoyed these matches. But I can tell you the Bloodline storyline is one of my favorite storylines in the past 15 years that I've actually started really caring about wrestling. Like I watched it as a kid, but when I started caring, caring about it, getting bullied in school and all that stuff because you watch wrestling, this was one of my favorite stories that I've ever seen in my life. And the match right here, the false finish, when there, when there are falsies, when there are falsies in, in these matches, I love it when it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have false finishes in every match. Agreed. One or two kick out is fine. But when it's emotionally charged and driven type of kick out, then you have my full undivided attention, investment, no matter what company, because you can keep that tribalism bullshit to yourself because I don't care. But it's it's literally, that's how I feel. And I can tell you hands down, this main event delivered. Mm-hmm. It delivered beyond my expectations. And you had moments, like you had moments where you thought, like you said, you thought it was going to, the Uso was going to retain. Mm-hmm. That's how invested I we were into the in this match. It wasn't something that we was just, uh, just, just, just sitting waiting for it to be over. We was literally, I was literally biting on every move, every mm-hmm. near fall, every bump. Like, yep. like I literally posted a picture of me sitting like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was a proud father watching this shit, this shit, this shit unfold. That's how invested I was in this. I don't care how old I am or how young I am. That's how much I cared about this story. And to see it culminate in the main event of night one. I don't care if it's a night one, night two extravaganza. It's a main event. It closed the show. It closed the night. That, this was worth the main event. This was worth the hype. This was worth the build. This is worth the investment. I can literally like. I can, and then for those who who say, "Oh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are really a tag team," they clearly haven't watched them in Ring of Honor, and they clearly haven't watched them in PWG because, uh, was this the Eric Steen Erico was a legit tag team. Mm-hmm. They they are multi-time tag team champions all over, and now they are. Might as well go ahead and spoil it. They are the new, undisputed, WWE tag team champions. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Even shout out Michael Cole. Shout, shout, shout out Michael Cole for, for the, an El Generico reference. When yeah. he said El Generico will be proud that Sami Zayn is in the main event. <laughs> <laughs> and Corey Gray said, well, it's a good thing that he retired. And I'm like, yeah, he did retire. Yeah. He, he did retire. And he became and he evolved. Kayfabe killer. He, he evolved into Sami Zayn. Yeah. And to tell you the amount of times I stood up, like I'm watching this. I it's like sometimes I don't I didn't even bother creating content because sometimes I try not to I don't really care to uh, record all my reactions. But the amount of times that I was standing up in this room, almost tripped on my green screen because I was over over excitement is hilarious. was hilarious to witness. And I'm pretty sure people in my house was probably like, why is this man screaming so much? This 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 match was crazy. And like. It was insane. Like, what was your what was your highlight of this match? Ooh, honestly, bro, that's a good point. Cause 
truth be told, there were so many given like how this match didn't feel like, you know how some matches feel long, but this one didn't feel long because of how invested we were, like you said. So like for me, I'd have to say it was somewhere between the table spot mm-hmm. and the fact of like just going back to some of these false finishes of like how there were certain moments where one member of a tag team was taken completely out and you like for a while forgot about them. And you're like, where are they? Right. You're like, are they going to come interrupt this? And you really thought like when the Usos went for their double Uso crazy splash, like in that moment, I'm like, okay, they have nothing else to pull out. So you're thinking, okay, this has to be it. <laughs> and then for that split second of a, of a kick out, it almost made you think it was three. And even um, in Kevin Owens's case, when he, hit that stunner you're thinking okay no that's it like that's that's usually a one right and so for me it just goes back to each little like false finish moment i like how they build up uh them kicking out 1d yes because no no one kicked out of 1d before i like how they like they they was like no one and looking back since the usos adopted it from the dudley boys no one has yeah you know what that reminds me of uh you remember when corbin um Who's that he went against and they kicked mm-hmm. out of his Yeah, when he kicked mm-hmm. out of his end of days and it was like a major shock because no one had it was like the most protected finisher to date. Right. And mm-hmm. the fact that it was like someone actually kicked out of that was exactly how that moment felt. And crowd just went amazingly nuts. And it was like Yep, that was last year actually, during uh it uh, was It was literally a year ago where Corbin, where Corbin kicked that, or Drew kicked out at the end of the day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. That way to go. I'd say I'd honestly say the one D probably topped that moment. Honestly, from a crowd reaction standpoint, just and, like, and I liked how they shot it. Like you, like for because people know who who follow me or know what is on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Know the editor in me loves cinema from a production standpoint. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that they 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 got a close up of J- Jimmy's reaction because he was the one doing the pin. I love the fact that they got a close up of Sammy, who, who kicked out like looking defeated and beat up, but still had a w- will within him to power out. Mm-hmm. And I love the close I love the close shots of everything. And that's what I'm saying. If I don't tell you, if I tell if I don't praise you enough to tell you to go watch the Fatal Five Way match from Stand and Deliver. You have to watch this match, and you have to watch the match we're going to talk about in just a little bit. But this match, I love the way that uh, it, it came down to the ending, where Sammy was was basically hurt that he had to do it to do who 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 he for the entire time was trying to get the acceptance mm-hmm. of in in this in this regard, and, that, and I'm talking about Jay Uso. Because if you pay attention, Sammy wasn't really trying to get the respect of the tribal chief Roman Reigns. He was trying to get the respect and adoration of the tribal chief Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. And when he had to turn on Roman and he saw that he hurt, hurt hurt Jay, he was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. But then when, again, it comes down to Roman manipulating Jay, he was like, it's either you back in the bloodline or I'm going to blame your brother. So basically, he's gonna get, he was going to clip Jimmy Uso. And it was like he had no choice. But the ending where J- Sammy had to hit three back-to-back Haluva kicks 
So the beauty behind Jay taking the pin, he didn't lose with just one move. He lost with three. Mm-hmm. Jimmy tried to get in and help him, but he got hit with a stunner. And one, two, three. An emotional one, two, three. And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens ended WrestleMania night one as your undisputed WWE tag team champions. And if you've been following me on, on YouTube with my what if and booking scenarios, I literally predicted them winning these tag team titles. I'm pretty sure anybody with a clear conscience mm-hmm. predicted them winning the tag team titles. And it's like the, the, the cinema that we, when we got here mm-hmm. was chef's kiss. I loved every freaking second of it. And I couldn't, I couldn't ask for it, it, it to end anyway. But what mm-hmm. I can ask for is, bro, what the hell is this man on? Lucifer. Bro, come on, y'all. <laughs> y'all, did you see how this man, like, this man paused? He kind of reminded me of a... Uh, that man was a black uh, Maleficent. <laughs> hey, this is one cartoon, bro. I swear, it was like this dude, he was doing way too much, right? And, What's like, he kept running back and forth. I swear, when he did that, like, he just stopped his performance, ran back up to the ramp <laughs> just to get in front of the Usos. Dude, I was like, bro, if you don't sit on, like, come on, Uzi. <laughs> what you think you is? You ain't bloodline, my guy. Like, you up that one. Like, yeah. Oh, short self. Oh, like, bro, get on somewhere, bro. <laughs> no, for real, though, when he when the Usos came, I thought he was going to start rapping, too. Like, he was going to remix. For real, um, low-key. I was like, I was like, oh, oh, you about to. I like, man, we got a remix. Performing. What's up? Where can we find that at? <laughs> I, like, I didn't know he was performing. So I was like, and then I like the fact that they chose that song because I know a lot of people don't listen to Lil Uzi Vert, but his song, that song, I like, it's catchy. I hated it at first when I heard it, but it is kind of catchy because I heard it on TikTok a lot. Yeah. Nah, it, so, it, it fits. Uh, that was a fitting song, like smart marketing move on WWE's part. Oh, uh, the entire night, marketing wise. Yeah, agreed. They basically set this up. I, I forgot who said it um, on Twitter. I think it was uh, Raj on Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. Raj Guri on Twitter. He was basically like, they're literally, the way that they set this whole event up was they're literally making it attempting and appeasing for a potential buyer. So, mm. like, they like, okay, look. You have all these people is in LA, all the celebrities here. We got them placed in perfect spots. We got marketing here. Ray Mysterio versus Don, which we'll talk about in a second. It was literally sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. This main event was sponsored by TurboTax. Make sure you guys pay your taxes. Uh, it was like the placing, and it didn't, it wasn't overbearing. It was perfectly placed. It didn't take away from no match, it didn't take away from no situation but it was like from a if you had to peel back and, and talk about it from a a advertiser's point of view it was it was picked perfect for sure i, t- for I sure. totally agree bro um especially the cinnamon toast crunch spot thank god <laughs> all we got was just right there on the halo triple h <laughs> sir you you get, man you had people you all man. the way nervous about like oh god we're finna get another Mountain Dew pitch black style type gimmick match, like oh Jesus. <laughs> but before we move on from this match, uh, as far as the preview and predictions, we both picked oh, scratch that. Uh, I won this prediction, I won the predictions overall because I picked uh, for night one because I picked Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to mm-hmm. win this match. Swella obviously picked the Usos because those are her boys, so 
we I believe the overall predictions ended with a matter of fact, let me tally that up right now. It ended with a five four with me winning the night one predictions between myself and my original co-host um we'll i'll reveal who we picked as we continue to move on might as well continue to go uh the match between or the impromptu cooldown match did you enjoy this uh ms snoop dog pat mcafee and whomever the guy was that jumped the barricade a lot of people oh don't, george Kittle. that's who that was okay yeah, he, i said who's this man with the I'm like, who's this man with the 2K haircut? Um, he's basically like, if you think about it, he's like Rob Gronkowski 2.0 in a sense. He's a big uh, wrestling okay. fan. Um, and See, a lot of people understand, I don't watch football like that. I watch <laughs> basketball. You you are lucky I, I acknowledge basketball. And I somewhat acknowledge baseball to a degree. Mm, that's fair. And I acknowledge football to a degree as well. Mm. But football, it's a hit or miss with me. Like, did this person play in the Super Bowl? No. Okay, I don't care. Uh, so that's what I'm saying, stuff like that. But it it, it was it, it that didn't even take away from me that that match. It was it was a nice little cool down match. It didn't uh, it didn't overstay his welcome either. So mm -hmm. I can't say that was a bad uh, match. And obviously Pat McAfee won because he Michael Cole is like a kid in the candy store whenever Pat McAfee is involved it is boy I'm talking about energy goes to a thousand the moment he see his buddy Pat come on now he'd be like oh my god <laughs> Pat, like he stand up like a proud papa every time I'm like <laughs> man for real I was like go go on get your uh your man crush I see you I see you Cole like I I respect it I respect it uh <laughs> but um that that match was a cool down match but then let's talk about this match Mm. For the SmackDown Women's Championship, man. When I tell you, boy, my expectations was low as hell, but that's how I do all my my matches on all these shows. Mm -hmm. When I tell you, they knocked it out of the park so freaking, whoo! That was that was a bomb ass match. When Sheamus like to say banger after banger, this was worth. Mm. every second that I watched. And that's high praise coming from me. I agree. They literally, soon as, it's like, soon as I saw, like, I was paying attention to social media, as soon as I saw that Charlotte was like, we should be the main event, we should be the main event, and when Triple H said, nah, you're not going to be the main event, they literally showed up and said, okay, we in that top that mood. Because you remember uh, Batista versus The Undertaker in 2007? Oh, yeah. For sure. And now it's supposed to be the, the 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 winner of like the winner of the main event, and they put it over John Cena and and Shawn Michaels. Mm -hmm. But literally went on record and was like, "We went into that match because we felt like we was the main event, and we gave them a main event." Mm. And when I look back, every time I look back at that match, I'm like, "That if that was the main event, I wouldn't I would have not bad an eye. If that was the main event over Shawn Michaels versus uh." John Sean, Sean Mike's versus John Cena, I would not have bad in the eye because that's how good that match was. And 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 it's like, I know a lot of people love to give Charlotte shit, rightfully so sometimes because let's be real, we're not gonna act like all her fuse like her 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 title reigns are padded as hell. Like let's just oh, yeah. let's just let's just be real. Sure. Uh, but when a motivated Charlotte shows up to work, you already know shit's about to hit the fan. 
especially on a stage like this. I mean, this, you know, um, as they said in the A&E special on her, you know, like this is WrestleMania is like the Olympics for her. So, you know, if, if, if there's no other night she's going to show up, Mania season, Charlotte going to give you that bag for sure. And they was like, she was in her bag because it's like, I was like, okay, the build hasn't really been up to par. Are they gonna go half ass on this? Is it gonna suck ass? Is this gonna is this gonna be bullshit? Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. When I tell you, woo, <laughs> woo, yeah, Rhea Ripley, uh, it, 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 and even if <laughs> it was a few audible spots where Rhea, uh, where Rhea was punching the shit out of Charlotte, and you heard her say, "Oh shit, not that hard," and that mm-hmm. was that was Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Real was pissed off. She was pissed off for great. She was like, "Oh, you want you told me to go hard. We finna go hard. Mm-hmm. Every punch, every hit. This woman was taking German suplexes from the top rope. It was even a scary German fu- suplex where she landed legitimately on her face. Yeah, bro. And she got a carpet burn on her nose. Boy, for real. I was like, boy, she <laughs> she's gonna feel that in the morning on her knees. Sheesh." Like, like, I, I, like, her whole face went down before her whole body. That's how intense that was, and that's yeah, how man. insane, incredibly insane that was. What was your highlight of this match? Uh, so to be fair, for one, uh, let me just say this thought that I had just now because this really off top just makes me think of their very first meeting, and this is one reason why I say Drew kind of needs a do over because the last time they faced. No audience whatsoever. Pandemic, mm-hmm. right? And if I'm not mistaken, they actually went just as hard in that match too. But again, if you were to type that, like how some of us probably were at that moment where it was awkward, because it was like, yeah, they're going in, but there's no fans, and this is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was literally the same week that everything shut down. Yeah, literally. it just felt, you know, it didn't feel like mania to a lot of us, man. It was weird. So like in this moment where it actually felt you felt the energy, you felt the crowds, you felt the vibes, the stage, the lighting, everything. So like to see these ladies do what they did just really made me want to go back and watch that pandemic match to appreciate it more because Mm -hmm. they got that opportunity to run it back. Uh, The only thing I want to say before I get into that real quick is that I really hate the build did not match how this match overall was because man. That's the same thing that happened with Sasha and Bianca. Yes. Same thing that happened with it's another match that I'm thinking. I think the only time that they gave full attention to the build was the triple threat women's match. Yeah. In 2019. That was the only time. Anytime after that, the build was like, and I'm and people know I am a sucker for builds. I Mm -hmm. I I can I can tell you a rest hold and a wrist lock for days. But mm-hmm. if the story is, if you put your foot in the story, mm-hmm. you, the main event that we just witnessed was literally a prime example. When you put your foot in the story and deliver, and you and you know that the talent that's involved is going to deliver. Yeah, These bro. two women, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, they delivered. Even though they've had rematches ever since that WrestleMania in, in uh, WrestleMania 37 in 2020. They they had the Hell in a Cell and inside the Thunderdome. They had the Triple Threat at SummerSlam, uh, also involving Nikki Cross. They've had all these matches where they've had encounter, but this version, this motivated version of Rhea Ripley and this motivated version of Charlotte, 
because she felt like she should they, they should have been the main event, but they didn't. That was that is a motivated Charlotte Flair and a motivated Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. is what's best for business. And and they were motivated in that match, but like you said, 2020 pandemic hit, everything shut down, everything with the shit. We was literally like, damn, this is this is really WrestleMania. This is not WrestleMania. So you couldn't really enjoy the matches. That's why I'm saying I probably over time I probably will go back to watch a lot of these matches that went down during the th- during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna still take some time because even when you look back at that time, it still was kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> because nothing like you couldn't do nothing. It, it brings back the memories of you being forced to stay in the house and being locked down and all this stuff. Man. And, I do not want that again. So, <laughs> that, so that's what I'm saying. So it's like it, it. That was this match was okay. We should have been the main event. Mm-hmm. We weren't. So we're gonna get, make the Usos top that, which they matched it. They matched it. They yeah. matched it's, it. They didn't top it, but they matched it. They matched it. They did. Um, they it was I, a slugfest. Like they was literally when Charlotte was hitting you, Rhea hit harder because Rhea is a brute, literally. And you know what? Shout out to Charlotte, though, because, you know, one thing about Charlotte, uh, going back to how you were giving her her flowers on certain areas where, you know, we try to give her crap. Uh, mm-hmm. My thing about it was because of the fact that she kept getting back up with no problem. She could have easily like, you know, again, Charlotte uh, has this this game mode, like this, this, this like mentality where it's like, if you're going to bring it, I'm going to bring it. And I don't care how hard you hit me. I don't care how hard I fall, land, whatever, like that WrestleMania triple threat match with uh her, Sasha and Bailey is a perfect example. Like she yeah. will go all out and take every bruise and bump. And you would think with a woman as pretty as she is, being a flair, she could be like because I don't even think Rick did some things back in his heyday. Oh, he did some things. He did some things, but sometimes I say Charlotte might might even have him a little top on how she well, and I'm, about to say, I'm about to say to be fair with Rick too. Once he had that injury with his back, mm-hmm. he changed his style, so he didn't really do true. too much. That's so true. It, it, I'm pretty sure, like, it, like I'm not going to say I'm going to go back and watch anything pre WCW for Ric Flair because mm-hmm. I don't. I'm good, but <laughs> it's it's like I can I can tell that from what people hype up to and from like hot promo packages, he used to do some crazy shit back then, and then as he as he had the injuries and he had to change his style, he kind of flipped it and he didn't do as much. Yeah. But yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. Oh yeah, Charlotte. Without a doubt, superseded her father. Like that's mm-hmm. without question. I think once she once she shakes the stigma of always being booked in a championship match because mm-hmm. that's WWE's go to, mm-hmm. then I feel like a lot of people will give her her respect. The same way that people eventually gave that her her respect, um, gave uh, John Cena his respect. Cause yeah. let's be real, when John Cena was on top, people hated that hated man. Him. Yep, hated that man. But then soon as he took a step back, U.S. title run, mm-hmm. SmackDown, um, the new SmackDown Six, when the SmackDown draft in 2016, mm-hmm. people started giving him his flowers. And now that he's part time, you see nothing but love for that man. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, I feel like that'll that'll eventually be Charlotte Flair as time goes on. And people can dispute what I say now. I don't really give a shit. But at the same time, that's just my humble opinion. Like, like when she is motivated, she that's what's best for business. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the triple third match against Sasha and Becky. 
her back and forth with Sasha in uh, in in the summer and fall of 2016. Mm-hmm. She bumped. She did. Inside Hell in a Cell. She bumped in during that Falls Count Anywhere where Sasha won her, her title. She mm-hmm. she she bumped. So that's what I'm saying. It, yeah. it, it's it's when Charlotte is motivated, she's she's gonna she's gonna kill it. She's gonna kill it. And obviously, as we give both women their props, new 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 <laughs> SmackDown Women's Champion Rhea Bloody Ripley. She came and she saw and she conquered. It was moments where you thought Charlotte was gonna win. Charlotte even kicked out of the riptide. Yeah, she hit that avalanche riptide, and I'm like, "Yep, that's it." <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm just keeping one hundred. You know what I'm saying? So I like to do with y'all. So I did. Uh, I about shout out to my boy Rick. Uh, we did our predictions as well, and I want to say we either just about tied up, or ended up finishing with that four or five mark, kind of like you and Sweller. But like, I ain't gonna lie, I did slick pick Charlotte. But I did it off of this reason, right? Because statistically, technically speaking, based off her WrestleMania record, y'all, this is her first singles loss. Because, like, the losses she took at WrestleMania were in multi-woman matches. Because remember, the triple threat match with Ronda and Becky, she didn't get pinned in that. And then the match with Nia Jackson, um, I don't think she got pinned in that one either. So it was like, but every other singles match she had, like the match with Asuka and, uh, you know, some of the other WrestleMania matches she had on a one-on-one sense, she actually won. So including the first meeting with Rhea. So it was like, I, it was a strange possibility. I was like, yo, Charlotte Mice. And when she kicked out that riptide, I already knew. I said, the only way Rhea's going to win at this point is if she does what she did to Baszler and does a super riptide. And what do you know? That's exactly <laughs> what she did. I was like, Charlotte ain't going to go out like that, boy. You're going to you gonna have to do something from the moon to beat that woman. <laughs> <laughs> and she did. And then after the match, Charlotte obviously was smiling ear to ear. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I don't praise matches, but they killed that. Like I'm like, take yeah. a fucking bow. Take... Yeah. Stand, applaud, like if nobody in that backstage when they went back there did not give them a standing ovation, mm-hmm. they capping. Oh yeah! Like, if I knew them, like if I was back there, I would literally be right there in the curtain, like, congratulations, oh, yeah. you both killed that shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all knocked that shit out of the fucking park. Yeah, like, like that's what I'm saying. Like Wolfie said, boys, the night, oh. the first night was an absolute banger. Like I'm saying, mm-hmm. those two. That, that's exactly how you up. you culminate those two the two main events. Mm-hmm. Man, man, shout out to night one, yo, night two, they gonna kill it. I can already yeah. tell you, like the matches that they have right there, they they have no choice. They have no choice. They you have, have no choice. to top this 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 night. You have to make this WrestleMania better. Oh, this WrestleMania is already better than last year. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, but you have to make this an all timer. Yes, and they on the right track so far, y'all. Like, yeah, nice, nice pointing out. I, I, I forgot pointing out. Rhea Ripley is the only woman to win the NXT UK, the NXT Raw, SmackDown, and Women's Tag Team Championships in Damn. WWE. Period. She surpassed Bailey. Oh yep. snap! She is I... the the only woman. 
Dang. The only woman. That that's how legendary this this woman's young career. At 25, too, At bro. 25. That's Crazy. how she is a legend right now. Bruh, what? And I feel like honestly, if Triple H is gonna go full throttle post WrestleMania, mm-hmm. this can this has the potential of being Charlotte's not Charlotte's Rhea Ripley's best women's title reign. I agree. Given that her character and and how she's doing the Judgment Day, oh, bro, she's almost at Oscar status. All that's left is the money in the bank. Yeah, and that's even true. then, she even then she beats Oscar because Oscar never, was never NXT UK Women's Champion. So it's like, even I if think she wins, I think he more so meant just like you saw the uh, photo Oscar posted. Oh yeah, the stack. Oh the stack. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, I think oh, that's yeah, what but, more so means. Okay, yeah. I about to say that's the only thing that Rear would have over Oscar is like I'm on the NXT UK. That's the only thing she'll have on her. Yeah, she's doing a lot of if, if Rhea decides to, if they decide to put the the money in the bank on Rhea Ripley in in the, in within the next few years, because that's the thing about it, she's twenty five. If yep. she keep going, at it, she will literally be still doing this in the next ten years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, she'll be thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, like bro, what? Like you be, it's crazy when you be seeing people younger than you knocking it and killing it. Yeah. Every single chance they get, and be, every single how because how old is Bianca right now? Bianca doing Bianca's twenty. No, for someone 30, that didn't 30, even she's win, thirty-one, I believe. Wow, bro, and she's like mm-hmm. on some John Cena status with her reign. Like we're gonna see how that turns out tomorrow. But like, bro, like both of these women are clearly carrying WWE on their backs while still having the Bailey's. The Becky. She's 33. Yep. She's 33. She just she she just turned 33 in April. I mean, no, oh. she'll be she'll be 34. This, she'll be 34 this month. Bro, that's wild, bro. That's what's so crazy. It's like that's what happens when you are a peaceful person and you mind your fucking business. Come on now. <laughs> Black don't crack, y'all. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but man, that match, oof. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, tomorrow they got to kill it. They got to kill it. They have no choice. They got no choice. No choice. They have. But uh, yeah, we. I picked Rhea Ripley. We both picked Rhea Ripley, and mm-hmm. boy, that was that was something special. Uh, something. Speaking of something special, let's talk about Dominic Mysterio versus Ray. <laughs> yes, Mysterio. That's my favorite this, match of the night. Father versus son match been building since September. Ooh, boy. Dom came out rocking the mask. And when I tell you this brother, the Halloween Havoc one at that the Halloween Havoc mask with the jacket. If they don't let this man go full Prince Mysterio, bro, for real. Like it's crazy how much he looks just like his dad now with that mask on, just bro. A, a tall version without a tan. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, hey, if Rey Mysterio went bad, bro, now we know what he looked like as a heel. If he's like, God, dog, what, bro, <laughs> bro? And I mean, that's a. I like how you, you know, you like you saw that, and then you saw the tights, which was like a tribute to Eddie. Mm-hmm. You get know what I'm saying? So it was like he was, he was, he was, he put a nice little tribute together. I was like, I see you, dog. Like, and speaking man. of tribute to Eddie, we got that low rider. We got that the low ride. Come on, my boy Grash, my boy, my boy Ray Mysterio to the ring. And when I tell you, I was I was like, bro, it would have been a nice heel heat or something if Dominic would have rolled out 
mm-hmm. in a low rider and pissed off Ray. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they went from Snoop's song, what was song was it? Was it a, was it a G? Yeah, it was uh yeah, G thing. No, it was a G. He came first. It came out the Snoop's G thing. Then it cuts a Viva La Raza. And I'm like, reaction from the crowd off that alone. The roof, so far I believe, has a dome, right? So that probably exploded. (laughs) My God, when I tell you, I popped. I was like, man, if, if if Eddie was here, bro. Yeah, man. That man, man was smiling for sure, bro. I know he was feeling that up north, man. Oh, that mask was a great mood with esque mask. I, I knew it was something like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was just about to point that out, bro. I, I was wondering if you caught that. Like, you know, that uh, I was trying to put mood. my finger on that. I was like, where, where have I seen this man's mask before? Yeah, man. That was that was a good trip. Ray stayed doing these dope tributes, man. And I like how he was able to just give so many tributes in one match like that. Like, that's crazy. Oh yeah, most definitely. And um it went from Snooze a G thing to Viva La Raza and obviously to 619 and it was it was balls to the wall the, the entire time during this match. It was mm-hmm. that intense. I I I I love this match. Mm-hmm. Me too, I, bro. <laughs> it said it made Ray look old though. Yeah, he, he did look kind of old. Like I mean, hey. yeah. My boy was mad tan tonight too, he boy. Was, bro, he was like, bro, he took a dip in the so tan. He, he took a he took a swimming d- dive into into the tanning pool. He said, <laughs> "Man, what?" I was like, "Ray, you been chilling in the sun or something?" My guy, like, bro, you making your son he about to get like, that Mandy Rose special, man. For- <laughs> 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 yeah, somewhere, somewhere in the distance, she was watching very proudly, like Ray. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the black community, Ray. Even though he was already invited to the cookout anyway. It's cool. Like, I didn't pay uh, attention to Theory if he looked so... I got to go back and see if Theory looked cooked. That's a good point. I didn't even pay that no attention. <laughs> I got I to gotta go back and watch that now. Yeah, I got to watch that too because I missed it. Like, I, I was asleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, I, I literally came in. I watched that match right when Theory hit the A Town down. That's how sleep I was. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, this match right here. Yeah. It was, it was, it was so, it was so good. It, it, it was the, it was so good, man. Like, I, like, I, I know a lot of people, it's, it's cool to shit on dumb. And like, oh, he's carrying all the stuff. I said it on a lot of people's streams in 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 uh in chill mode when they asked me about it. Dominic should have went to NXT. I, I will say that. But joining the Judgment Day, turning heel, and finding this ex-con dumb mm-hmm. was the best thing whoever came up with that idea ever created for that man. It saved my interest in that man. And I was still joking on it and shitting on it because that's just how I do. If you follow me on Twitter, you already know most of my stuff is satire. <laughs> so it's not supposed to be taken serious. Yeah. But I can tell you, dumb, turning heel, becoming ex-con dumb, and getting the reactions that this man was getting. Mm-hmm. That man wasn't getting no little timid. He was up there getting Roman Reigns level type reactions. Reaction. Crazy, bro. Like... That's almost like uh, going back to the Attitude Era, like the Godfather, when they were talking about how like his reactions 
literally rivaled that of like Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. rocking them. Like anytime that crowd went like, ah, you know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, shout out mm-hmm. to, you know, if y'all, if y'all haven't, you know, uh, checked the archives of Life of go check that interview out with the Godfather that we had. I believe he actually mentioned in that interview that they used to have contests in the back, back then. Talking about like, let's see who could outdo each other with the pops. Now, I don't know if they're doing that nowadays. It'd be kind of cool if they did, especially on a night like tonight, because, bro, you easily could have had, like, a pop meter. Like, hey, man, who got the loudest reaction tonight? Because, boy, that crowd did not slow down one tonight. Like, bro, I ain't... Even, even I during the cool-down match. They was, well, yeah, they was, okay. They was some, I'm talking about they were somewhat reacting. Like, you can tell. Yeah. They, they, they was like, okay, so this is our cool-down match. Let me go get some popcorn. Let me go get something to drink. Let me go to the restroom. Fast. I, even though when you if you've ever been to a stadium show, they still have the monitors, so you're not missing anything. So Fast. you can literally just go to the restroom, be like, okay, this is my time to stretch, do my thing, and all that stuff. But, but <laughs> it's yeah. almost hard to count that because, like you said, it's easily forgettable with that because you knew that in that moment it was a cool down. But it was like if you don't count that moment, like the crowd just oh the crowd just straight across was just going crazy. Time, and this match right here, it was the the emotion behind it. We even got we even got the the moment where I was like, bro. You got to whoop your son's ass, and this man legitimately pulled out the belt. <laughs> he pulled get out, the strap. get the strap. That man was embracing his inner Joe Jackson. He, he was embracing, he was embracing every father. He was embracing my father, mm. little dick. Um, he, he, he was embracing everybody. Like, oh, it, Yo, you wild, bro. It was, it, that's what I'm saying. It was like, it's yo, so that man was whooping his son's ass. Yeah, Aliyah was about to kill Dom because Dom had um, splashed some water in Aliyah's face. Boy, hey, yo, she about to show y'all, like, nah, like, hey, y'all think I ain't been training, so I'm about to whoop this dude. <laughs> like, y'all think just because I'm younger sister, I don't know how to scrap or something. Boy, she ready. I'm like, okay. She jumped on that barricade. She was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. She, and Greg was like, chill, chill. What? <laughs> I was like, but it's almost, I almost wonder if she even knew he was really going to do that. Because that almost felt like, you know how siblings are, right? And you know, like, a lot yeah, of times. He probably mentioned in the past. He's like, I'm going to do that. And then she, he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not yeah. really. And then he, he, he said, you know what? Psych. <laughs> and, and bro, you know women don't play about their hair, bro. She had the hair done. You Especially Latina. Bro, no. Latina. No, them females was like, nah, she, uh-uh, bro. <laughs> like, you know it. She jumped, she was ready to go. She was ready to, to pounce on that man. Boy, I was like, ooh-wee, man. I bet you uh, old boy Buddy Murphy had him a nice little uh, a little nice belly little laugh. tweet from that one. <laughs> he probably had him a nice little belly laugh. I know I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Boy, come on now. Come on. <laughs> you know that boy was going in. I bet he was. I gotta go on his Twitter and be like, hey man, what you was tweeting during that match, bro? I know you I know you had something. He probably was, he probably was texting him like, you see that shit? Yep. Yep. You see that shit? <laughs> come on. Come on, bro. <laughs> but man, this entire the, the match itself, I was emotionally invested in this one too. Like I can give too, props bro. to and I can give props to to Dominic for holding on. Like, mm-hmm. and obviously they're not going to this isn't this isn't the end. No, yeah, you you felt that. You you could tell like this ends with some form of now shout out to my boy Rick because when we were making our predictions now in his mind, uh he he I guess there was a a quote Ray mentioned about wanting to retire at 50. Mm-hmm. And he's currently 48. 
So technically, unless there's a way like Dom does this in a way where he like retires but doesn't like he's still around. Yeah, like you know, uh I don't I don't know, since, but I mean since they incorporated or reintroduced uh, a new Latino world order, I can see them like if you guys catch my um, preview and predictions uh appearance on uh the angle show over on YouTube, I I basically said me and him basically agreed. He was like we wouldn't be surprised if they do like a a Dom uh, L, uh, LWR's Judgment Day match at like SummerSlam where if Team Judgment Day or something loses, then they have then then Ray has to retire or something like that. And or if they do a rematch, Dom cleanly defeats or dominantly defeats Ray Mysterio and take the mask and take control of it. Or since they have the LWO, they have they have the LWO Legato del Fantasma turn on Ray and side with and have Dom leave the Judgment Day and take over the LWO and in full control from his father. Stuff like that. Like, it's so many ways that they can go with it, but I see this ending with Ray putting Dom over. Yeah, I agree, bro. I was thinking the same thing because that's part of the reason, like, you know, this is another one I was uh kind of wrong about because I, I did go with Dom here just, to, just as a shot in the dark here because I was like, it could have went either way. But then again, my mind kind of changed right when I saw Snoop Dogg come out with Ray, because I'm like, bro, you ain't coming out with Snoop Dogg and losing the match. Like, <laughs> ain't no way. You can't. And then the, the Eddie tribute just really added to that, because I'm like, oh, now he definitely can't lose, bro. Like, nah, you can't. You can't come out to Eddie, come out with Snoop driving and actually lose, bro. Like, plus the crowd was too invested. I'm like, nah. And then Bad Bunny. Yeah, him too. Like, bro. I was like, nah, it ain't gonna yeah, happen. Not, yeah, you're not, you're not losing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, but Dom, Dom gonna get his win for sure. Like, you know, he got to put his son over one good time. But, uh, man, bravo! Like, I, I felt like this easily could have main evented just as much as Charlotte and Rhea, or from an emotional Rhea standpoint. From yeah. an emotional standpoint, yeah. It's, yeah, that's the beauty behind tonight. A lot of matches could have main evented, and we wouldn't have batted in the eye. Mm-hmm. That's how good. This opening, this opening show was yeah. for WrestleMania weekend, and uh, yeah, okay. Hunter just hesitated when someone mentioned a match for Bad. I wouldn't be surprised if Bad Bunny competes at Backlash since it's in Puerto Rico. Yeah, that would be nice. I could see him uh, possibly going against the guy he tagged with last year, and um, you and know, the tag team match him and Ray versus Dom and uh, Damian Priest. Yeah, that could happen. And what was up with Damian Priest's hair, bro? Bro, you know, after after everybody getting on Zion Lee at this point, no, I don't even know. I'm talking about this right here. I'm talking about his side. Like, it looked it look glued on. Like, it looked like, oh, like, of- like he had some glued on edges. You yeah. know what, bro? Dude's been getting extensions as of late, too, man. For all I'm I need them, know. I'm going to need them niggas to stop. <laughs> I need y'all to stop. Bro. Stop. Bro. It looked like he went into my auntie's wig cabinet and just say yeah this is it bitch like that's how that's how fake it looked and i'm like (laughs) hey man but he can get away with the braids because he's he's latino true zaya lee's hair her texture is not really built like i understood the i understand the backlash with zaya lee's braids i do it's not really built for those type of braids that she was getting Mm-hmm. And th- people was literally like, "Yo, you might want to take those out because if your shit fall out within the next five years or less, 
don't say we didn't warn you. Mm. That's fair, bro. You know, everybody can't can't do the melanated look like we do, man. You feel me? I mean, shoot. Hey. <laughs> he said, nah, screw that. See, you, you weren't here earlier <laughs> when we was talking about uh, Louis Vert's hair. Like, bro, I said that man looked like Maleficent. That yeah, man, look, that right. man was rocking the Maleficent hair. Like if you pull, but, if you put a, a side by side with Maleficent and Lil Uzi Vert, they look like half siblings because she's white and he's black. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, and and you know Uzi, kind of playing off the whole satanic role right now. He got his. Oh, I don't follow his career, so I wouldn't know until you tell me. Me either, bro. But I did see like a, a story once about like oh somebody posted one and it was showing like he out there praising the devil at his concerts or something i don't know but oh, that's on basically him. you know that's probably why he got the whole hair no. right now just to represent the point. i thought he lost a bet <laughs> i thought he just thought he was batman or something i don't know man i guess he dark knight and they thought he was the rip the the riddler <laughs> you remember the batman the batman and robin where the riddler had like pointy hair yep. Jim, yeah, Jim, Jim Carrey's uh character. Know me this. This was saying he was a black. He was a black Riddler. That man Who's was out here. Big black bat. Me this. <laughs> and I also lose, bro. I'm gonna need you, bro. I'm gonna need you invest in a belt because if I have to see your draws on TV one more time, <laughs> got me up here sounding like my grandma. Hey man, pull your goddamn pants up, boy. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. I, I knew exactly what I know exactly what box of briefs that man had on. That's how low his box of briefs were. That dude funny. had on that dude had on fruit of loom, fruit of the looms box of briefs. Because <laughs> I know that pattern anywhere. I got some on right now. See? So we, we, we box of brief twins. You feel me? Homeboy, I need to get some chance boxes. Shameless plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. Go check them out, y'all. <laughs> oh, boy. But, man, the uh, match itself, yeah. Like, it ended, obviously, with uh, Rey Mysterio picking up the win, celebrating mm -hmm. in the ring with his daughter and wife. Uh, oh, shout out to Angie for get, slapping Dom, finally, for bro, getting like, her face, too. It's it's like, you know, it's funny. I saw your spot where... Uh, you quoted where somebody was like, "Why didn't the re ain't that a disqualification?" And you were like, "Shoot, man, I guess it might the referee be referee dis discretion." I don't know because he would have you would have thought he, he would have DQ'd him for using the belt. Facts though, <laughs> I ain't even think about that part. You right, bro. That's how That's you, you know everybody wanted Dom to get his his due diligence or something, bro. Because it's like everybody was like, "Bump that, do whatever you want to do to him, Ray. We don't care. Hit him with a chair. Hit him with a belt. This little punk need to get his up." Whooped or something like, bro. And why Finn got his eyes closed like this, man? Like, bro, he was high. He was high. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> hey, this man be killing me with his GTA thug looking self over here, like he part of Saints Row or something, man. Saints like, Row, Great City. Yeah, <laughs> like, bro, what you you a you a Liberty Liberty City thug over here, Finn? What's mm. going on, with my nigga? You can go hit the, the GTA strippers now. What's up? He's looking the Irish. <laughs> look, look at the Irish thugs. <laughs> So now, now I want to go. I want to see the demon come out like a, a demonized thug tomorrow. Man, for real though, because now I'm like, how the demon gonna really look tomorrow, y'all? Like, we we need to play some bets or something. We need to, you know, what I mean, like, we need to figure something out. Even the ref wanted to, to wanted to wanted Dom to get spanked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we agree. That's, bro. Saying, that's why it was referee discretion. It's like sometimes it's like sometimes you just gotta be like, you know what. Screw it, enjoy Screw it. it. But yeah, if you if if this was a regular regular match, that it would that would have been twice a DQ for sure. Especially on like a SmackDown or Raw or anything like that, they would instantly ding, 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 ding. easy. 
But they said, yeah, you uh, you you deserve this. You deserve the ass whooping. You deserve to get lit up. And it was a nice feel good feel good moment for it. the judgment demon. That's what I'm saying. That that's I'm I'm intrigued on how, how they're gonna do that. On how they're gonna uh, how he he's gonna incorporate they on when when Finn responded on Raw, he's he teased the red and black ones. I wanna know are they gonna do in, incorporate like purple uh purple a purple demon or a, a tweak demon. I hope this man goes full throttle on the demon design. Like don't yeah. go half ass, like let it. Give it that <laughs> he's a mob boss in paint. You remember how he would do like, like the venomized looking ones and all that? Like, I mean, something, something different. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, so this match was was pretty fun. What other match we got to talk about? Ah, yes, the other women's match, mm-hmm. the six woman tag team match, damage control, damage, damage control versus <laughs> BLT. Becky, Lita, and Trish Stratus. Uh, I never even thought about that. Yo, what the freak? <laughs> BLT? <laughs> bro, why did you just put that in my mind, bro? I didn't even think about <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that out of my head now, bro. Thanks, Gresh. <laughs> the BLT. Team BLT. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Low point in tonight's art. I, I, can, I can understand that. The match... Was was solid. The crowd mm-hmm. was into it. Yeah, the it match was. was solid. But yeah, it's time to wrap it up with damage control. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know I, I hate. Do you blame Bailey for them? Some people trying to blame her for not getting them over or something like. It's all in the book. You cannot. That's what I'm saying. To understand. Like, you cannot blame the talent for the booking. Legit. They Come literally on. get what what they are giving. They no. literally introduce the crowd, this new group to go right up against Bianca Belair. They're John Cena of the women's division. We all knew from the jump Bianca was not losing that belt. Facts. That was their first mistake. They should have incorporated other factions allowed or, or allowed damage control to get some heat under them besides the going straight to feuding with Bianca, then feud with Bianca, and then lose. Yeah. But for her to lose back to back to back to back, the women's tag team titles not being booked mm-hmm. at all. They was it, it was literally a few times where I forgot Dakota Kai and EO Sky were the champs. Yeah. The champs. <clears throat> Until it was like, that's why I said, it's like, you cannot blame the talent for not yeah. getting over. You have to blame the booking. No facts, because we were there. I mean, we were, you know, we were there. everybody popped. Everybody, everybody popped. legit popped for Bailey's return, and Dakota Kai, who was legit fired mm-hmm. a year ago, returned mm-hmm. at SummerSlam. And EO, who was basically gonna go back to Japan, I believe, at that time for because he was done in NXT, and yeah. it was like if Triple H didn't take over when he did, EO was probably gone. Yeah, facts, and and so it's like, you know, just like what we just said about. Charlotte and Rhea, it's it's just a shame that booking is not like they really have to get somebody to take control of these women. And I remember hearing a podcast the other day saying, like, I think they said Rhonda said this in an interview. Rhonda Rousey was talking about like, you know, when you have these middle-aged men booking for these women, it doesn't make sense. 
Oh no, without a without a doubt. Like you know this I mean? is this is the part where I agree with somebody I don't like. Um, but <laughs> it's it's like they don't know, and the and the, the what baffles me. Mm-hmm. I know how to write for women because I can take the gender out of the equation mm-hmm. and just write a coherent story. That's what baffles me about people who don't know how to write for women's wrestling. And you, right. it doesn't matter if it shouldn't matter if you are a man, a female, a non-binary. It should not matter. If you do not, it, it's all you have to do is just write a fucking story. Legit, bro. Let it be co- and let it be coherent, and it doesn't have to be all over. But you can literally just say, "Be." You can literally write a "I hate you, I hate you, let's fight" story, and it can be uh-huh. compelling. Yeah. Just say, go out there and sell this. That's literally That's like it. this excuse where oh, they're middle aged men shouldn't. It probably shouldn't be middle-aged men. It should be somebody younger because I know how to write for women. Yeah. My sister know how to write for women. Yeah. My uncle know how to write for women. My brothers know how to write for women. You just write for them like they're people. You don't write for them based off their gender. That's your right. first mistake. <clears throat> uh-huh. So that whole excuse where, oh, they, they, they don't they need to get yeah, they need to get some they need to get some people younger in that in that boardroom. In that, mm-hmm. in that in that in that in that room, I can literally create a, a compelling storyline in sixty seconds. Sixty seconds, bro. I mean, it's not it's not difficult when you relate it to modern day culture. You know what I'm saying? Like you can take so much and make it compelling. You get what I mean? And I even like you know like shout out to you guys. Uh, what you and Swell do with the retro reviews? You know, I was listening, catching up on some episodes with y'all the other day, and you and I are right on par with that in terms of. When you think back to the women in the attitude era, going back to like Trish and Lita's time, mm-hmm. those type of feuds weren't about who was the best wrestler. It was about like something like the Christian and Chris Jericho angle, for example. Like right. you guys bet over us over a freaking Canadian dollar, and like it turned into like a whole storyline. So where then Trish ends up going heel in the mm-hmm. process from the love angle with Chris Jericho. You see how that, which reignited the feud between Trish and Lita, you know what I mean? And then you can flip flop it to down the line when Lita got with Edge and then she was the, the, the villain, you know what I mean? So like, bro, I don't understand how they lost that over the years. And yeah, you focused on the women for what they have as athletes, taking them seriously, giving them longer matches, but somehow you, and I was listening to a a, a WrestleMania roundtable with that also involved our boy Angle mm-hmm. and the, the infamous boy uh, JD from NY. JD, he, uh-huh. they had a whole little table, and I was sitting there listening. Mm-hmm. And Angle made a uh, a compelling point. He was like, "You shouldn't. It's like it it shouldn't take too like they they're over convoluting. Like they say because I know you watch Impact. Yeah, for sure. And he said." What he said, the reason why he can respect companies like Impact and all these other places mm-hmm. is because they don't have to tell you that they're doing a woman's revolution. They just mm-hmm. do it. They just do it, yeah. That's the problem with WWE. They don't do their women's revolution unless they have to tell you, oh, this is like, literally, it was literally a whole few years of first ever Hell in a Cell, first ever Iron Woman match, mm-hmm. first ever Last Woman Standing match, first ever Women's Royal Rumble match, first mm-hmm. ever, first ever, first ever. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have to tell me about a first ever. You should just, just do fucking it. do it. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to tell me, oh, you were going to start making, incorporating compelling storylines with our women. Just just fucking do it. Just do it. That's all I ask. Just do it. <clears throat> I don't care if you, if you catch me off guard. I would rather 
me tell you, oh, that caught me off guard, then you beating it down my throat. Oh, we're gonna do something compelling with the women. Just yeah. do it. Just do it, dog. <laughs> I mean, you you can't say it any better than how you laid it, bro. And I mean, I'm I'm just gonna completely piggyback it because even with AEW, we know this is a WWE kind of night, but same case over there, man. Like you got all these women, all this talent, and most of them are just resulted in being on dark or elevation or, or ramping storyline with the outsiders versus exactly wrong. Like it's you like, can't even like what kind of story is that even like it's not you know what it's, I'm saying? it's, it's the like, NWO rehashed exactly you know what I'm saying in a day where like you said like bro we have the internet that been cool in the nineties in the two thousand you know what I'm saying when when social media didn't exist like that but in this era that don't work so it's like y'all got to cut that out and y'all got to get some younger minds male or female just younger youthful more hip minds that know how to write for these people so that we can be more invested. And people who actually are trying to get to know the wrestler, because you don't want to get someone who's a writer but don't want to know how know anything about this wrestler or what works. Mm -hmm. Like you got to have writers who are like, okay, so how do you feel? Yeah. Okay, how do you feel about this? And then you go back and forth and you find that middle ground that is compelling and makes sense. Oh yeah, I can. You know, the writer for the New Day in, in their in their early heyday is the perfect example of that. When they were mm -hmm. starting out, they had the perfect writing team for the new day to help them get over to where they are now the new day you know like oh we already know what's up you know what i mean so if the women had those type of writers like that man this division would be that much more elevated we see the product when they put matches out there like if a candace LeRae and a mia yum go at it mm -hmm. you see the match but you're not invested you don't care because you're like yeah they're killing why should i care why should i care to see them in at, an, at the nine o'clock hour on a monday yeah. why should yeah. i care like it, it, oh this is happening because oh because stand by on that that's i don't i don't need i need i need you to give me a legit reason built to this like is because then you'll have them randomly teaming the next week yeah in a randomized yeah. tag team match that nobody will give a shit about yeah stuff yeah. like that it's like Stop that. <laughs> yeah. No, for real, bro. For just, real. Just, just do it. Just just create compelling stories and create compelling television that'll make me balance it out. Mm -hmm. If you can do it with the men, with the bloodline story, do it with the women. With the women. Plain and simple. I mean, it's so, you know, when you look at, like you said, even to to your to the point with Becky and, and Bailey, I mean, the whole bringing Seth Rollins into this to make it personal was like okay that that's a start <laughs> you know that's like you start know. and i'm pretty sure that was them saying hey we, we got to get some heat so let's just bring yeah. up let's bring up you you and self having a baby yeah you know what i mean and the fact that this story unfortunately resulted in oh becky's the loner and she had to rely on the legends the past to even up the odds against damage crew who was basically besting her every week like that's not enough you know what I mean? Um, the match was solid. We really appreciated it for what it was. The crowd, like you said, was invested, but the story just was not it. It was not. And also, pass the milk. Pass the Man, milk. What? Shout pass out to Beck's makeup. You know what I'm saying? I see Bex. I ain't never seen a makeup like that. Like, what? Everybody pass out the milk. <laughs> Even Lita, boy, she, 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 she went old school, took the shirt off on him. I said, oh, okay, Lita. We ain't and Trish. Milk. Trish. Come on, Trish. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? 
You know? <laughs> hey, oh, speaking of story, though, I will say this. Shout out to Trish and shout out to commentary because I did peep that the moment I saw her outfit. Shout out to the fact that she paid homage to her original outfit in a sense, like in a remix form, but she basically took the outfit she wore from WrestleMania 21 in Hollywood back in like 2005. And the fact that she was able to like kind of tell that story with her attire again was pretty dope. So shout out. I know, to I know her shirt was in there like I'm fighting for my fucking life. Man, Do what? not pop out. I'm trying. Like it was his, her shirt was literally like that thing was like do not move fellas over there fellas over there like you really like bro you really are about to do a a, a moonsault right now why why are you doing this <laughs> sir was like why are you doing this stay still motherfucker stay still yeah man them things was thangin'. that that bra is the mvp of the night just in the fact that it kept it together the whole night <laughs> zooey zoo mama <laughs> <laughs> oh my god trish you were going man milf but uh yeah they got to do something that we had the that that was a little jokey joke to try to line the move but yeah they got to do something with damage yeah. control break them up i don't know i know they got queen of the ring coming up so that could be a good way to break them up uh yeah they can put the put the crown on either eo or or somebody different that needs that needs that that rub mm-hmm. um give us nxt eo back Give give us Dakota Kai doing doing Dakota Kai things and give us Bailey on her own again. She can still be a heel. You can with this draft hopefully coming up soon. They can shift shift it around and go that route. But yeah, yeah. I and agree. also shout out Bailey for looking like a, a evolved Buzz Lightyear with this fit. Man, what I hope that's what she was going for. I don't what? know what she was going for, but I just instantly thought <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. I was like, damn, she looked like. To infinity, and beyond. yeah, bro. Yeah. To infinity, and beyond. <laughs> oh, Roger. <laughs> oh man, Jesus, Louise. yo. I really <laughs> hope the, <laughs> I really hope the draft is soon. That's what I'm saying. I hope well, that me too, bro. Me I too. hope it is too. Like they, they, they. If they are going to do a brand split, they need to dedicate to that brand split. Otherwise. Unify all the titles and just go back to the basics and just call it a day. Mm-hmm. But, but man, that this was this was you can say you I can understand why a lot of people say this was like their down that downtime for the for the night because the, you if you if you know the damage control is going to lose they're fucking losers. <laughs> At this point, spade yeah. spade, they're losers. They're going. Yeah. To, it's like why would you care? You you don't there. You know there's no stakes. You know Lita and Tris ain't coming back to lose. So yeah. it's going to either be damage control, dominate and win, or the legends, team legend, BLT, picked up the win. And that's exactly what, what happened. Yeah. Like, that's all you can do about it. Uh, the next match, we can... Uh, it's also everything else was so damn good. Yes, yeah, I'm saying. It was, this was mm-hmm. one of those down parts where you just like, everything else outshined it. So that was that. Uh, the next match, I believe... Is the showcase match? What you think about this one? The WrestleMania showcase match: Braun Strowman and Ricochet, the uh, Baldlings, is like I, I like to call them now. I don't call them the Balding Brutes no more. The Baldlings, uh, <laughs> Street Profits, Alpha mm-hmm. Academy, and the Smelly People, the Viking Raiders. Um. So, truth be told, in this man, um, 
in the words of Woken and Broken Matt Hardy, this was truly a spots monkey fest at its finest. But at the same time, it definitely delivered. Uh, I say spot monkey, obviously, as you know, because it went from, okay, we're going to mix it up a little bit. And then before you know it, every time you turn around, this person diving, this person jumping, that person doing something. Like everybody was just like, okay, it's your turn to do something like real crazy. We're going to see who can outdo each other with a, with a crazy spot. And then I was just like, okay, now this match just went into a spot fest. But it, it's still good, though, like because the crowd was into it. They ate it mm-hmm. up. I love the way Dawkins just straight up ram rushed. Like, he, he, put, he put some stank. He put some stank in that, in, that, in that pounce. Boy, for real. I was like, Monty Brown is somewhere smiling, sir. Shit, Dude. I'm smiling. Yeah. I, was like, oh. I was like, the alpha male the is losing. The period. The pounce. What? The pounce. What? The pounce. That's what I'm saying. Period. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. I was, what? People yeah. gonna stop sleeping on Dawkins. That's all I'm gonna say. Man, look, for real, bro. Y'all, y'all stop sleeping on my boy Doc, man. Like, listen, both of these dudes, when they do have their eventual split up, which I hope they do in a real brotherly way, mm-hmm. they both gonna excel on their own. I'm telling you. Y'all watch. Y'all watch. No Marty Janetti on this squad. Let me tell Especially you that right now. That weirdo posting random shit on Facebook. Hell no. Don't do not ever. Disrespect Dawkins by comparing him to that clown. Ever. Come on, bro. Ever. Like, if you, if I see y'all, I'm literally going to block you. Because <laughs> you're not going to disrespect that man no more. Like, I'm, I'm tired of this shit. Like, y'all no not going to call this man no Marty Janetti. Yeah, matter of fact, y'all not going to call nobody a Marty Janetti of no a tag team because nobody is that fucking weird. Facts. If, nobody. If, if you, and I, I'll say this respectfully, if you want to maybe, maybe compare him to a Matt Hardy, I can give you that. You yeah, know, at least he's respectful. Yeah, respectful. Matt's career has been very respectful. I know people be like, you know, Jeff had the more successful career, but Matt's career has been just as successful. So I'd say I can give you that. You know what I mean? But no Marty Janettis, bro. Nah. No. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, that shit. But yeah, this match was it was it was basically like you said a spot fest. I enjoyed it. It it, it was some moments. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Ricochet continued to kill it. This dude did a shooting star Thez press, bro. On the what? Outside. Dog, <laughs> come on! Like I was like, Ricochet, you better cut up, my guy. You that dude, better cut up on him. He literally put out a tweet. He said, "Oh, y'all think this is a sleeping match? Oh, mom, I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm finna cut up." That's yeah. literally what that man said. He said, "I'm finna cut the fuck up." And and boy, did you do that? Like for maybe real. a Miz and, Mar- and Morrison comparison. Yes, do that. Okay, yeah, I can take oh, that. Wolf. Hey, that right there, Wolfie. One hundred percent, bro. I like that. The, the only thing I might do is trigger him <laughs> since he's. <laughs> hey, bro, what you got against One Piece, man? Hey, One Piece, One Piece is lit. What you mean? What you mean? Say, hey, One Piece be nice, bro. Hey, don't do One Piece like that. <laughs> hey, don't do One Piece. Don't do my boy Luffy like that, man. Come on. <laughs> I just got a little bit offended right there. That's messed up. That's messed up. It's all love, though. That's, that's hey, respect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, look, hey. That's not, but yeah, props to everybody in that um that in that match. Uh, obviously, the street profits picked up the win, the dub on that one. So I won that that prediction for the speed round preview prediction. Too, so. That was that was like I'm like this would be a fun field goal. I said that's because when I did my the predictions on the angle show, I was like 
depending on the placement of this match, mm-hmm. I can see the Street Profits winning for like that feel good moment. Yeah. So all right, it's like that was the on my only way seeing it. And this was like that feel good moment in the middle of the show. The crowd was in it. Everybody was like when they when yeah, they music hit, they was just bouncing. They was just like, yo, let's get it. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's the thing about them being in LA. Yeah, it's a whole different ball game, especially in the stadium. So it is, bro. Salute to the prophets, man. <laughs> no one piece slander in these streets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, Wolf, see Wolfie, you man, my guy. Oh, he said nothing. That's the pl- okay, okay, okay. So he went, okay, okay. My bad, dog. My bad. <laughs> see, I thought, I thought, I thought, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I, my bad, dog. That's love. That's love. Oh, and also in this match, shout out to Chad Gable, as always, being the man of deadlift to Braun again. Bro, I said to myself, they are getting him so ready for that solo spot. I'm they telling need to. you. They need to, man. But but let me tell you this, man. Shout out to my boy Wes. Um, he's a, a casual. And one thing I want to report about this show uh is that a lot of my casual fans that I know that know about wrestling, maybe used to watch it back in the day, but don't really keep up as much with current product. Chad Gable, he called him Lil Kurt Angle, and he <laughs> was like he made me an instant fan. He was like, he made me an instant, a casual fan, became Perfect a fan comparison. of Chad Gable, bro. If that don't tell you, this man is, he got to get a rocket. Please, WWE, give him a rocket. Because, like, like, dude, that's your dude right there, man. <laughs> like, don't let it waste, man. Don't let it waste. Man. That's reasonable, bro. Some animes where it's like, you know, Bleach was the same way with me after a while. It's not quite as long, but I get that. <laughs> yeah, obviously the, uh, yeah, like I said, the Street Profits picked up the win in this one. Nice, fun mm-hmm. match. Uh, Shout out to I don't think we gave enough love to her either, man. Like, Oh, no. Oh, bro. One love to Asia. Like, Ref Bay is what she like to call herself. Come on. Shout out to her for real. Like she Boy. she's been she's been killing it. Shout out to all the women referees and women bringing down to Samantha Irving. Yeah. Obviously, like that woman be putting her whole soul into every announcing, every Boy, every on, situation that she be announcing like she gives every member of Imperium a different ring entrance. Mm. Ludwig Kaiser, Giovanni Vinci and the ring general. Mm-hmm. Like Literal different it's, it's small things, bro. It's the small things she do, Come like, on. and she's you can tell she's invested. And she, like, when she when she be dancing, like, she posts videos of her, she be dancing to the songs. Ricochet, mm-hmm. you won, Ricochet, you won, bro. Him. Legit, dog, because she won thirst trapping folks online, boy. I don't even like, I, I'm not even talking about the thirst traps, I'm like, in general, you won. No, no, you're right. No, I'm just saying, I'm just oh, saying, no, like, thirst traps, yeah. I'm saying just say like because I see you know in following her, I see how like she'll be like, Oh yeah, I ain't even realized I ain't post one of these in a while. And I'm like <laughs> looking at the you comments know. to see what ninja's gonna say, like, y'all know she with Ricochet, right? Y'all know she I mean I feel you, but you know she with Ricochet, right? <laughs> like and you know they're gonna get that that with a response. Yeah. I don't think Ricochet can fight. Ooh, but, but that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what. Ricochet he can pull a Montez Ford and he can post a picture with a little goofy smile, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm eating that. Coming home to me. I mean, at least. You know I'm eating that. <laughs> I'm gobble gobbling all on that. Yeah, facts though. Yeah, but no, nah, she's she's mad talented, man. I mean, I was Jordan, doing my article. Good. <laughs> 
man, this guy, bro. I was reading the article on Samantha Irvin, man, and like I didn't even know she was on America's Got Talent, y'all. That's crazy. Me either until she posted, I was like, oh, I was like, okay, all right, no wonder. Like, so it it, it just goes to show, man. People like her, Pat McAfee, like you just keep following your passion and your dreams, and you're gonna end up on stages like WWE around the people you watch or just in general like the company that you knew like man i never thought i'd be here but i'm here so much love to y'all and speaking of being on the company that you enjoy let's talk mm-hmm. about this match Seth Rollins versus logan paul <sighs> boy and let's talk about how Seth Rollins came out it was sassy bitch mode with this with this <laughs> dress or this jacket and the pantsuit his man was See? literally Man, it was iced out of his mind. Yeah, like at first I was like, I don't know where you going with this. I don't know if you, you know, I, I was like, you channeling your inner love below with your Andre three stats or something, my guy. Like, what we doing? You know what I mean? But dog, he took it in. <laughs> like, I said, hey man, this has got to be probably the most colorful match, literally, out of all of these tonight. Cause between this man wearing pink, the man had a conductor. Dog, bro, let me tell you, I need, if I don't end up doing this myself, as a rapper, I'm speaking to any producers out there right now, I need you to take that clip and I need you to make the most fire beat to that thing right now. Send that thing to me and we're going to make some magic with that, bro, because that thing has to be sampled like now. (laughs) Like what that conductor did, I need that sample, bro. I need that in some kind of beat. Put some 808s with it. Let's go ham, bro. I, I right. caught that too when it when it was there. I was like, I can see them. Yeah, somebody like, bro. I was in my head. I was already. I was like, man, I need the producer just. To, bro, dog, come on. Hey, 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 hey. hey. See. Now he's gonna get my creative juices flowing out here, y'all. He's gonna give me man, Gresh trying to get rap on the show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do it for him, man. You know, we can't give it to him live, man. We get we get we get we get to him. No, no, scratch that. We're gonna do it to him live. Give give him give him a, give him an eight second. So yeah, we're gonna do that right now. Yeah, I'm give him the eight second. I'm I'm improvising. <laughs> mm. Mm. Dang. WrestleMania. Hey. WrestleMania. Come up on the scene with his curve stomp. Swag style, baby. What you want, though? I don't freestyle, baby. What you want to flow? Hey. Coming out with a swag. I was feeling love and low. See me in the pink and red, and I'm about to come and flow. Yeah, you see me out here with the crowd singing with that flow. Got that choir singing loud, like, baby, we finna go. Hey, five star status, baby. I don't need Meltzer when I tell you, baby, this a Meltzer driver for the. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, y'all. I'm just playing around right now. Like, <laughs> I promise I'll rap for real, y'all. I'm just really playing around with my hair right now. <laughs> I don't freestyle for real, for real. It come to me sometimes. It come to me sometimes. But I'm a writer first. You feel me? You know what I mean? That's that's what I do. That's what I do. But shout out to Gresh, though. That was nice. That was nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh man. 
Man, but uh, yeah, this this match itself. Uh, oh, oh yeah, one more last little tidbit. What Logan Paul thought he was Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Bro, no, you know what did it for me was this man trash talking the entire time. That camera close up on his face, like, "Hi, did you miss me?" And I was just like, "Bro, no, no, you didn't." Like, y'all <laughs> really trolling right now. My boy over here looking like a freaking X-Man from the 90s animated series and everything over here channeling his Wolverine Cyclops look right now. I'm like, bro, what you doing right now, G? It's like, <laughs> yo, hey, this this right here, though, this match was, was everything we expected it to be. Mm-hmm. But these entrances did it for me, too, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, what a way yeah. to celebrate your birthday for sure. Like oh yeah, they killed it with these entrances the entire time. Like every entrance that I saw was they killed it. Logan came out with a giant prime drink, so <laughs> cheap plug. A cheap plug. And then you notice the fact they had the prime drinks right there on the announcers tables too. I was like, oh Lord. Man, man, like, I've had one prime drink and I've never tried it again. This shit was ass. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, bro. Like it's amazing how that drink hits you with the flavor, and you're thinking, I think it was oh, the fruit punch. Good. I think it was the fruit punch that was like, this is shit is this garbage. There was, was one like, that I tried that I liked, but it was the um, it's it's not in the states though. It's actually from because there was a guy who collects them or something, and he mm-hmm. brought them from like uh some other part. It's the icy one where it's based off like the popsicle with the red, white, and blue. It yeah. tastes exactly like that popsicle in a drink form. Mm. It was pretty nice. I'm not gonna lie, but okay. I'm like you though, bro. Like, I think I tried the orange flavor. Ooh, that like, one too. Yeah, I tried two of them. I'm like, yeah, I was like, mm. I think I had it in my in my in my house. I tr- I drunk it. And I was I had it in my house for a minute, and I was just like, you just toss that shit. I'm not finna. <laughs> hey, bro. I said it's all it's all body armor over here for your boy. I'm like, hey, it's body exactly. armor or nothing. <laughs> body like, armor and Fiji water. Come on, bro. Let them right. know. Let them know what's but obviously the match itself was, was was it was it was fun for what it was like Logan Paul the human hit or miss yeah. I'm not a fan of Logan Paul the human he makes some questionable choices yeah but Logan Paul the wrestler that or the wrestler that he wants to be mm-hmm. yeah he's good he's I agree man like this uh not not gonna say the same energy as what we said about like uh the previous Stereo and Dom and like Charlotte and Rhea and like yeah, it was so- it was it was a fun showcase match for a celeb- him for a wrestler and a celebrity. Yeah, and shout out for the fact that he took his second loss in WWE. So that's good. That's good. It means he's got a nice little balance now. You know, he's he's one he's two, two, and so lost two and two or one and one and one. I mean, two because I know he lost to Roman and Seth, but he yep. won against the Miz. And then he won. Remember, he won with the Miz last year. So, so he's two and two. Yeah, so he's two and two. One and one at WrestleMania in general, but two and two as a total superstar. So, depending on how many more matches he has, because I know he got that that signed contract. So, we'll see. So they gave him the Shawn Michaels interest. That boy definitely resigned. You right? You that right. boy definitely. And he got a prime plug. Yeah, that boy definitely <laughs> resigned. Like, if he didn't resign, he wouldn't have got none of this. Speaking of none of this, dog, tell me about this KSI dude because I'm really, like, <laughs> but I kid you not, I real deal thought that was our truth at first. And I was like, yo, truth? That you? What you doing here as a prime thing? And I was like, hold on. And then they said, KSI, KSI, what's a KSI? I was like, what? I had to, <laughs> bro, I had to look it up and I'm like, oh, okay, because I don't follow Logan Paul, y'all. I'm sorry. Like, 
I don't follow Logan Paul, and I mean, I don't listen to every rapper. You feel me? Like, it, it, you know, but I'm going to check his music out and see what I think of him, though. You see, know that's the mean? thing. I didn't follow, I never followed Logan Paul. I knew who he was because of his controversies. Ah. Because of the okay. China thing and all this stuff. I knew him, I knew of him in a negative light. And I said, okay, okay. this is somebody I'm not going to follow. And I never followed him. Like, I just didn't care. Huh. I never heard of KSI until the pandemic when mm -hmm. i was on youtube and i'm scrolling and i'm like who the fuck is this because mm -hmm. i saw a clip of him on twitter or something and i'm like ksi what is this and i follow his account i'm like oh so he's another youtuber cool uh -huh. and then they have a whole collective group like the sidemen i never heard of that that group until last year <laughs> he was like oh you've never heard of them i'm like motherfucker, no i don't know well, these motherfuckers no it's like I look we don't don't take this as me and Gresh ain't culturally relevant. Like we are, it's just like we don't follow everybody and everything. See, that's so, the thing. I always tell people, I don't, I don't, I'll retweet or repost people who I know and like mm -hmm. their content, but I can tell you confidently, ninety five percent of the time I don't watch their content, and it's not because I feel like I'm better than somebody. It's because I want to make sure that I'm focusing on my brand and what I've got going on. I don't follow everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't steal ideas because I don't watch you. That's not mm -hmm. saying that I'm better than you. I just don't watch you. I'll retweet you. I'll be like, yo, check this out because this, this is a good video. This is a good video. Mm -hmm. Make sure you guys check this out or check out this um this podcast. Check out this episode. People will be lucky I listen to podcasts. Put it that way. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm behind on a lot of people's podcasts too. And that's because I literally be just... If you understood the stuff that I do on a regular basis, whether it's my job or whatever, I don't follow everybody. Mm -hmm. So when I when I tell you I don't know who this person is, that's a genuine reaction. I don't know who the fuck this is. Hey, <laughs> and you know what? I second that right there with you, brother. Because like you, you know, I'm usually on my grind most times. So it's like my ears may hear about a person, and I, if I'm like in that moment where I want to check them out, see, bro. That's why I thought homie was true for a second. You he can't tell kinda, me this nigga. He don't did kind of look like truth. I I give you that. He did. Bruh, cause I saw look was like truth. Like, he looked like Ron the Truth Killings from NWA. Bro, I swear, cause I'm like, yo, did you like go in the time machine and like get younger? Like what the heck? But then I found out when I heard KSI, I'm like, okay, I don't know who that is, but you know, now I'll do my research. Can't say I'm just a fan of the dude. I will be. Oh no, I can tell you this right now. You're not going to be a fan. He's basically like every other every other massive YouTuber. They do reaction videos. They do collabs with with within their circle. Mm -hmm. It it be hit or miss with their with their comedy their or their attempts at comedy. It's gotcha. it's the same old same old. That's why you see me out here, guys like me out here trying to grind and bring something different to the table because this fucking YouTube algorithm is whooping my ass because Bruh. they want they want us all to be the same. <laughs> That's crazy, homie. That's crazy, but shout out to him for taking that massive table bump that he took. Um, <laughs> it was quite hilarious because I was campaigning for a, before he took that off and I realized it was a brother, I was campaigning for that thing to get curb stomped, like horribly curb stomped because I'm like, screw prime, screw prime drinks, curb stomp that thing, get it out of here. And then I realized it was a brother and I was like, dang, I feel bad now because it's a brother. <laughs> I don't, I don't wish a brother getting curb stomped, but then I was like, screw it. <laughs> he deserved it coming out like that. And then, you know, table bump. So Table bump, then Logan Paul winning his SmackDown versus Raw bag by pulling out 
go to sleeps and uh, frog splashes. I'm like, bro, you literally are a fan of CM Kenta. Legit. I'm like, bro, you, you let me find out y'all buddies and let me not. You let know me find out you and Kenta are buddies, man. Come on now. You know, for the real. Originator of the of the go to sleep. Come on, the, man. the one who made it famous. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we talking to you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh yeah, obviously Seth Rollins picked up the win, like you said, uh, which is rightfully rightfully earned. Um mm-hmm. hopefully this is after this this is another person that after Mania they legit put him back in the main event scene because he deserves to be in the main event scene. Yeah, and hopefully they split those freaking world titles and put the title back on Seth Rollins because this version of Seth Rollins is too over to not, to not be world champion. Nah, I, bro, I 100% agree with you. I mean, you know, we heard him in the interview with Ariel Hawani and him. He wants to be number one. Uh, you see Romans at that point when he does lose these titles, you know, they word on take a break. taking that big break, much deserved when you co- carry a company for three years. Of course, you need a break. So that's the perfect opportunity. To catapult Seth on one end, catapult Cody if you're going that route on the other end, and and just let them just go. Carry that's two people to carry the company, and then you got dope heels like Dominic and Austin Theory who are very much rising quickly from a negative standpoint. So you got the perfect babyface heel stuff. You know what I mean? So like, I agree, bro. Seth, let's get you back on that title picture, baby. And speaking of theory, let's talk about the match. I was sleep literally <laughs> on because uh I fell asleep during the kickoff because the kickoff was freaking two hours. Yeah, that's why I was surprised, man. And I it was, it was talking about nothing. It's like I, I saw Stephen A. Smith on it. Did he then, yeah? What did what did Stephen A do? Because I didn't do like a little little little, little he, he embraced his inner nature boy. He he did uh-huh. a little reaction interaction with Booker T and all this stuff. Yeah. It was it was it was lighthearted. It was it was basically it was it was funny. He was just he was, having a good time. He was yeah, having was... a good time. It was basically that. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. The 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 kickoff was long. I've had a I had a long day today. Literally, I was watching Takeover, so that wore me out. Yeah, it did. I was watching it this morning too, bro. So I trust me, I get it. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, the the kickoff was too long, so I just I dozed off. I, I laid in my bed and dozed off, and I woke up. I was like, oh, shit, it's 820. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, we're going to set that reminder for the next time that happens. So for tomorrow, because since since we're ending close to 2, 2 a.m., mm-hmm. it's literally, I'm going to set the alarm for 8 o'clock p.m. tonight, so that way we can... We'd be good, yeah. We'd be yeah. good. We, but we uh, you said you watched this match, Austin Theory defending the United States Championship against John Cena. What did you think about it? I did. Um, now, this is tough because it's a different grade scale given the fact that since we went in reverse, uh, this one doesn't necessarily match up to what the last few matches on the card gave us at the end. But mm-hmm. if we're going off of the fact that this was the kickoff, this was a solid match for what it was. It did exactly what it needed to do. Um, I was laughing. Shout out to my boy Sir Wilkins from the Job of Tears podcast because he oh, was shout like, to him, you know, because John Cena comes out with the Make a Wish kids in his entrance. So he had like all these kids, you know, like just different kids, and he's out there, you know, you know how John Cena always does his grand entrance. So this year it was just 
all the Make-A-Wish kids that he ever granted a Make-A-Wish to. So, you know, he's out there, he's talking to them like a, like a typical stand-up guy. Like, all right, guys, we're going to, you know, this and that. And then he comes to the ring. And so Sir Wilkins is like, oh, man, Cena ain't losing this match. Not when you got the Make-A-Wish kids, which I said, well, bro, 29 minutes later, I said, that didn't really age too well, did it, brother? He was like, nah, it really didn't at all. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, WWE said, yeah, pretty much. WWE said, F them kids, y'all. That's that's pretty much how they felt. But um, the crowd was hot for this, obviously, more so for Cena, obviously, because it's John Cena. And like you were saying earlier with Charlotte, John Cena was just getting his flowers from the crowd. They were cheering him. You didn't hear any Cena sucks. Let's go, Cena, Cena. You just heard straight cheers for John Cena crowd was behind him and they were against theory and theory got exactly what he needed as a young heel. He got all the heat. And when he won, it kind of felt like people were almost surprised in a sense, but I'm glad it turned out the way it did because it needed to be that turnout. Like now theory is catapulted even more. He has more of a reason to get cocky. And if he wants, he can go after other legends in the future or just continue to build from this. So Hopefully, um, we're going to see what comes after this for Theory, what's next for him. But um, pretty solid match. Uh, I would say maybe a, probably a B plus if I gave okay. it. According, because I uh, put out a tweet because I was I was genuine. I was like, according to the timeline, to the reaction of the timeline, mm-hmm. Cena Theory, I didn't miss much, huh? So we got people who know it was a basic match, to be honest. Nah, John mm-hmm. basically got smoked. He took a pick with Stephen A beforehand and had new gear, though. Yeah, yep. gear. Oh, that's ugly. Yeah, I show inspired. Yep. That, that shit is mid. That, that, that's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 it wasn't bad, but it was a raw match with a really hot crowd. Played it super safe, perhaps too safe. Yeah. I, I can understand. Nope. Glad it was the first match out of the way. Nope. Mm-hmm. Crowd was very hot for Cena, though. Worst yes. match so far. I don't understand the ending to it. I agree, Cena didn't need to win. He has nothing to accomplish, but the entire match made Theory look weak. Uh, only good part was Cena doing five moves and Theory literally biting him twice. He bit him? Yeah. No, not like literally. He just kind of bit him in terms of like he mocked it because he knew it was coming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Underwoman is Cena. There isn't much to miss, in my opinion. It was trash. Cena was right about Theory. Damn. It was a Popeye's biscuit of a match. They compared this match to Popeye's biscuit. <laughs> y'all <laughs> nope. wild on Twitter, man. That's why I love y'all, bro. It's a, nope. It was ass. It was fine, but Cena can't go anymore. Cena ain't risking injury. Can't blame him. It was a good match, bro. You can't trust these emotional ass fans. It was a solid opener. Exactly what you expect. So I, I can see that. I, I can see that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with pretty much most of those comments because I would say, honestly, if this wasn't like a WrestleMania crowd, it probably wouldn't have got that much of... It probably would just been like a regular episode of Raw at 9 p.m., basically. Yeah, in a sense. I mean, or even like just a B-level pay-per-view where you know how sometimes they decide to get hot and then all of a sudden they're just kind of sitting on their hands like... Oh, okay. Out of respect for Cena, yeah, they were, they were basically... So it was perfectly hot. placed. Like, if this match was in the middle of the card, it would have been... Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, imagine, so let's say you did the Pat McAfee thing first with Miz mm-hmm. and Pat McAfee. If you replaced the position of those two, this mm-hmm. would have been a cool-down match. Ah, and that's not a good, yeah, Oh, Yeah, this yeah. this would have been the cool-down match because it would have got a reaction because of Cena coming out, 
but mm-hmm. the match itself would have just been like, eh, you know, because I agree. Cena does kind of look like he lost a step a little bit, maybe because he's just, you know, in the Hollywood aspect now, so he's protecting himself. So he didn't like go all in, go all in. And shout out to Rick, who also agrees with you. And I'm at this point where I agree to, I'm sorry, y'all. Theory got to get a new finisher like tomorrow because <laughs> all they need got to do is stand up. <laughs> Bro, no, no, because let me tell you, he did that one time and Cena, that was it. I want you to think about Super Cena over the years. How many times did this man kick out of a simple finisher? This man did that finisher one time on John Cena and it was a one, two, three. John Cena wasn't as OP. He was down at like a 79 overall. Pretty much. Oh, and, and then he also like, there was a ref bump. So the ref, which you probably saw, but oh no. So you probably, yeah, you said you caught it right when he did the finish. I'll call so. it right when he hit the finish and then I'm like, oh. Yeah. So he, he there, was okay. there was a ref bump, a classic ref bump. And Theory basically pulled a Shinsuke on AJ Styles and like hit him with that exact type of low blow. And that's initially what kind of set him up for getting that whole A Town down finisher. So it's like every time I try to get this dude praise and try to relax on my hate for him, <laughs> he gives me a reason to hate him. Yeah. I mean, I can see why he's the future to people. It's just for some reason he's not everybody's cup of tea. So it just depends on who you ask. Like there are some times where I'd be like, okay, that was good. That mm-hmm. was good. Like the promo on Raw where he was in the empty arena. Yeah. That was, that was, that good. was good. Yeah. So it's like, that's the thing with theories. Like it's either hit or miss. So hopefully as time goes on after this, he finds something that like makes the crowd legit care about him like this is his second reboot mm-hmm. ever since leaving the way and coming up to raw from nxt mm-hmm. so hopefully they do something something out of the park and do something insane but overall wrestlemania night one they killed it uh when it picked when it mattered they they mm-hmm. picked up they picked up the slack they they knocked it right out apart uh but uh, like I said, this is not it. this is not it for you guys. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us on social media. Um, this is basically all our thoughts on WrestleMania Night One, WrestleMania Saturday, main event killed it. Mm-hmm. Charlotte versus Rhea killed it. So the WrestleMania Battle Royal, uh, not Battle Royal, the Showcase match killed it. it. It was a nice wake up match. Like it was, it was up and down, but the crowd was into it the entire time. Uh, but a couple of more announcements before we get up out of here. There will be another WrestleMania post show tomorrow, April 2nd, or today because it's t- nearly two in the morning. Uh, following tonight's show, uh, Gresham Lee's podcast. If you are watching over on Twitch, it is now on over on A Yo is Gresh for the foreseeable future as a way to condense and consolidate all of our content over there, making that one central hub. Uh, tomorrow, I can tell you guys right now for tomorrow's show, I will be having the one and only X3 back joining the Aggression Leaks podcast. We're gonna, he's going to be linking up with myself and Swallow the Bandit and highlight the door. The door is always open as well for you to hop on if you want to. For but sure. WrestleMania night two post show will go down right here on the Aggression Leaks podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. Twitter, we're everywhere. And I appreciate you guys' support. And uh, what can they follow you on social media, my brother? Man, absolutely. Yo, shout out to the love that you guys have shown. Uh, appreciate y'all for showing love and sticking with us 
throughout the entire night. If you want to follow your boy, follow me at Highlight Life, H-I-L-I-T-E Life on Twitter, on Instagram. Also, follow the Life's a Botch podcast uh, on Instagram and on TikTok at Life's a Botch podcast. Um, working on getting back on the Twitch game like Gresh. We're going to see what's up because I did uh, get the PlayStation. I know me and Gresh are supposed to be collabing pretty soon on some stuff. So once we uh, kind of test that out, you know, we'll see what's up. We're getting back on Twitch for y'all. Um, but that's also Highlight Life in case you want to uh, follow me on, um, for the Twitch users out there. Uh, Highlight Life, H-I-L-I-T-E Life. Also, shout out to OTS Media Co., the platform behind the platform that is the Life Subosh Podcast. If you like music, media, sports, all that good stuff, man, make sure Film and TV, follow OTS Media Co., C-O, on all platforms from Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok as well. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And uh, with that being said, make sure you follow us on social media. It's listed down below, Gresham Lee, Josh Gresham RG. Swallow the Bandit 3 on Twitter or wherever you want to. If you want to scan that QR code, if you're watching it in video format, you can scan that QR code. You can follow me on. You can go to that link, which is solo.to slash Gresham. It has all my links and all my direct links that you can follow me. And with that being said, we'll catch you guys later tonight. Make sure you guys stay safe out here in these streets. And remember to always eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. We out. Be breezy.